Welcome to Boxing Capital, boxing, business, and everything behind the punches. I'm Tay. I'm Sammy. And we got some special guests here with us today. We have Coach Gloria and Kid Kansas. Kid Kansas has got a fight coming up in uh, February 8th, right? Yeah, yeah. Lightweight, 10 and 0, eight knockouts. Uh, so thank you guys for being here. Really appreciate it. I've, I've, yeah, of course. I've seen you guys work out at Wildcard um, a few times. I know you have a, a great stable of fighters. Um, and then you, Kid Kansas, you're coming up a prospect in the 135 division. So we just want to get to know you guys. You know, um, how did this relationship come about? Um, and what you what got you into the ring, Kid? Um. So we met a couple of years ago. <laughs> no, we met a couple of years ago um, at a national tournament because I'm friends with her daughter. So, um, you know, I just I knew Roxy for years, and uh, one time we were just playing a prank in the restaurant, and I ended up meeting Coach G and just talking to her. I think it was I was, I was about sixteen, no, fifteen years old, and you know just. You know, talk boxing a little bit, and then every, after tournament, every tournament after that, I'd see her. We'd talk boxing, or we'd you know just talk a little bit. And then, um, you know, long story short, I ended up here in LA. But uh, getting into the ring, I was, I was about six years old when I started fighting at the park, and <laughs> yeah, my dad, my dad asked me and my big brother if I wanted to do boxing, and whenever I was seven, he took us to the gym, so. You know, we went the first day, we liked it, and then the next day he took us shopping to get all kinds of sweats and and sweaters and shirts and and uh, it was like six o'clock and he was like, "What are you guys doing?" I mean, my brother on the game and he's like, "Come on, we're going to the gym." I'm like, all right, so we got our stuff, we went back to the gym, and you know, he just turned into a routine for us every day, and you know, before you know, we started like actually competing. And from there, I just—I was about twelve years old when I realized that boxing was what I wanted to to continue doing, and that I didn't want to work a job. I just wanted to box. <laughs> Be sweats, right? Yeah, that's funny. And, so, and, and your brother, he chased the girls. No, nah, not even my brother. No, nah, he just—he just—he was about fifteen. Whenever he decided, he just—I think it was just the pressure of of everybody wanting him to box because we're brothers. And so everybody was like, oh, Garcia brothers, Garcia brothers, Garcia brothers. And everybody, you know, would just, I don't know if the comparisons or what just annoyed him, but he just, he just, he didn't like boxing. Like, and once, you know, he told my dad, my dad's all, well, stick it out for another two years and I'll get you a car. Well, one time brother got his car, he told my dad again, like, I don't like boxing. My dad was like, you should have told me a long time ago. I wouldn't have wasted all this money. You know, like, all these tournaments, you don't even want to. And, and so, yeah, my brother, my brother's in college right now. He's he's going um, he's going to school in, in Kansas. So. And he's got a little girl now, so. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. So, so you're, you're an uncle? Yeah, I'm an uncle times two because then my little sister has a has a baby too. Uh, Says Gloria, I know... How long have I known you now? Maybe, what, 11 years? Maybe 12? Yeah, but I would say yeah. 12, 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. I seen her training. She And, you know, first she used to be like a water water, a water girl. Water. <laughs> yeah, before, before she started, started with her training. Well, actually, I was because I was married, so I gave the man his spotlight and I'm oh. in the back so I've been a trainer for over 30 years oh oh yeah. I, I mean when when I saw you and your ex-husband I thought you were just you were managing and he was training the fighters I thought and that that's what I thought you know? I didn't know that yeah, yeah. wait so that, that's really interesting so you were married to a coach Yes. Yeah. And then you just... We met through boxing. I had a boxing yeah. gym, and he was also okay. a trainer. He's one of the top trainers in the amateurs. Yeah. Well, that's professional, too. And um, we just, you know, we got together. We got married, mm -hmm. and we were married for about 13 years. Yeah. And then after that, but I was always in boxing. That's yeah. how he met me. Okay. So love and boxing? Yeah. Instead of love and basketball? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what was your transition like from, you know, as you've 
kind of gotten your own fighters and, and training professionally? Did you start training amateur? Did you start fighting? Did you have a yeah. fighting career? And when I was younger, it was kickboxing. My whole family, and not you uh, know, but my family is um, Yurkita's family. They're mm -hmm. legendary kickboxers. Yeah. They're the founders of the kickboxing well, yeah. oh. pioneers and stuff. And my mom, my aunts, my uncles, the, um, my grandmother was a professional wrestler. So it's been four generations wow. in my family. Yeah, fighters. I started well. training my daughters. Yeah, and I was in the amateurs. Been around pros all yeah. my life. Yeah, world champions, legends. And um, so it's just more part of my life. Yeah. I knew this was my calling. Mm. I trained my daughter. And then after I got deep, well, I started training pros again. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind the scenes. But I was training the pros as well. Mm. You know, and the cameras would get there. It was all on him. Right. But I was always doing the, the work right. as well in the back just as much as he was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's it like being one of the few female trainers in boxing? Have you? I'm, I'm sure you've dealt with a lot of bullshit being you always them. do, and, yeah. And, and I, I always, but this probably be the first time I'm going to say this. Mm. Um, it's hard, you know, I don't have a husband or right. a man to back me or to have my back or to walk with me with the only thing I have is men are my fighters, right? So I have to put that coat on where like I'm just like strong, nothing can break me, mm. you know. But I, I don't go right, I don't go left. I stay in my lane, stay in my own business, you know, and mm -hmm. like you said, I went through a lot, you know, and then, so I try to stay just focused with my fighters, right. because at the end of the day, when people do talk about you, they have nothing to talk about. Right. They have to make stuff up. Right. You know, right. So. so, Kid Kansas, were you, were you, uh, I've been seeing you working hard at the gym and everything like that, so when you're looking how the fight fight gonna go? You you I think I I mean I know you go out there to kick his butt. Yeah. But if you done, I'm I had to kick yours. <laughs> <laughs> so uh uh fighting, what 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 made you kinda stick to it? I think I think I just like just liked honestly, I like the attention. I was like I liked winning. And I you know, everyone was like, Oh, he won again, he won again and it it would be like I remember the second grade, and uh, we would have show and tell at school, and I brought one of my trophies for show and tell, and then it was like, ooh, uh, and then like, but I even had those kids who were like, ah, he's cocky, or ah, he thinks he's all that, you know what I mean? I started to see that, that I liked it, that I liked it more for myself, just because I liked, because I was good at it, you know, yeah. when you're good at something, and you enjoy doing it, and it helped me stay fit, like, like I... I didn't know what else to do. I tried to work. I didn't like it. I tried working again. I didn't like it. Right. And so I was just like, yeah, this, this boxing is for me because I'm. I have to make it because I don't like working jobs. So, and I'm, and you know, and I, and I knew I was pretty good, and you know that I was a hard worker. So I knew that I could do something. So, after you got into that fight, and your father took you to the gym, have you ever been in another street fight? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I've been in a couple of street fights. It just happens sometimes, you know? Like, sometimes people people just, you know, they see you and... Because I'm not a big guy. I'm not super big. You know, there's obviously people out there bigger than me. And sometimes they just... They just start to talk or, you know, they act out of character. And I don't... I, li I like... Like, now I like to laugh at it until until it gets physical, until they're in my face or until they're touching me, you know what I mean? Then... Then I know that that I have to go to to do something about it, you know. But I tried to avoid fights as much as possible. I don't. You, you see me all the time. I'm always joking yeah. with everybody. I play with everybody. You feel like boxing zend you out, at least. I think it's further than boxing, to be honest. I think it's just. I think me knowing how to box. And knowing that I could hurt somebody, like helped me not want to hurt people. But I feel like just like just past events in my life, like as with anybody, you know, when you when you go through things, it just your life just shifts through every everything you go through, and mm. I'm just I don't know I'm just at like at a at a good place, you know. I'm I'm, I'm at a good mental place. I enjoy what I do. I, I I work hard at what I do. You know what I mean. I'm not saying every day is the the best day ever, but I I know for sure that me knowing the ability to fight, that I yeah. I, that I would fight with my chest out because moment people got 
once I got active and people started getting hot-headed and physical, then I then I was confident, like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Sometimes you know people I mean? sign checks that you can't cash. Yeah, and so, you know, but, nah, as of right now, like, I don't know. I haven't had nobody try me or no, try to talk to me crazy or anything. That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, since Gloria, uh, what, how far you think you, you, you going to take him? Oh, man. To the moon. <laughs> yeah, no, he's going to be around for a very long time. He's going to do great things, you know, and, and uh, he's just an amazing kid. Just his mentality, the way of him thinking. I mean, there's sometimes I sit down and ask him for advice, you know, and it's very rare because I think yeah. I'm a wise owl, you know. <laughs> sometimes I sit there and have to hear, hear his his way of thinking, and I'm telling you, he he just far beyond his years. Also in the ring, you've seen him. Yeah, I've seen him work for years. You've seen him work, and when he gets in the ring, a lot of people just stay quiet and they just they just you know stand around the ring, and he does his you know. He puts on a show. I'm going to start charging, too. <laughs> but, I mean, like I said, Sammy, he's not new to you. You see this kid, the way he puts in work. He yeah. gets in there with champions, world champions, gets there with, you know, prospects. And he just, he doesn't quit. He doesn't mm. quit in the ring. And he doesn't quit in the gym. He doesn't quit at life. Mm. So, he's going to go far. You know, he's going to go far. And you're placing him in the right in the right place at the right time, the right moment. Um just like everybody else, you know, you, you you build your career and your your experience in the ring. He has a lot of ring generalship, but, you know, as a pro, you still need that extra time. And yeah, I'm a pro that do different, yeah, he has do different skill. games. He has too much skill to show in one fight. Yeah. You know, so he, yeah, needs, good. he needs those rounds in to show everything he has. He's got to develop. He's developing. He's still a young man, so, yeah. I mean, 21. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking to that, like, what are your goals, your career aspirations? You're at 135 now. So where do you see yourself in the next couple years? Or I'm going to win titles at 35. Mm. And then when the time comes, you know, go to 140, win titles there. I just want to win as many world titles as I can. But I, I'm guaranteed to be a world champion, but I don't want to be just a one-time world champion. You know, right. I want, I want multiple yeah. Multiple time world champion, multiple divisions, mm. you know, just just to break records. Yeah, it don't matter what records, but to break records, right? And just to keep getting better, put on entertaining fights, be a showman, be you know, <laughs> be entertaining. One thirty five is like a hot division right now. So, who would you say like is the next guy you feel like you beat would put your name up there? You know. As one of the top contenders, that's a tough question because a lot of everybody from, from one thirty five is starting to move up to one forty. Yeah, like yeah, like Rollie's at one forty, Ryan's at one forty. I think Tank's getting ready to fight. I just seen something about Ricky Hatton. I don't even know if it's real or not, but mm. or uh, what's his name Hatton. Uh, he's at one forty. You know what I mean? But Delphine. but yeah, everybody's at one forty now. But I. I don't know. There's some good uh, names like Keyshawn, Davis. Yeah, yeah, those are all guys coming up too, and I think when the time is right, the yeah. the right fights will be made. Right. And as of right you now, know. they're all prospects too. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so you guys, all the guys that I think moving that. moving up right. to 140, mm -hmm. are giving room for them because they they are going to yeah. be the next batch of good fighters. Yeah. That, uh, that yeah. have. Right now, uh, the Keyshawn Davis is the. Uh, the, who else is there? The, the 35. Yeah, it's all it's, like right now, those fights are, it's all, they're uh, the all risk, no rewards. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like, well, I don't feel like none of us are, are big enough to fight each other, yeah. to right. Fight each right. other right yeah. now because there's no money behind it, you know, right. going into the business side. And there's no legacy behind it because, mm -hmm. like I said, we're still growing each one of us as fighters. Right. But I think, I think all those fights, all those fights can be good fights within. Yeah. Within the next 16, 20 months, to yeah. be honest. What's your mindset as a trainer of like building your fighter's career, balancing that business and um, just development? Well, I have never managed a fighter before until I got kid Kansas. And of course, I have my daughter. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's a hard thing to do. A lot of people don't look at it. Don't. If you're in the, the training side, you're just a trainer. Right. You're a fighter. Yeah. fighter. 
you're the manager, you're the manager. I've actually promoted two of his fights as well. Mm -hmm. I took him back home, made a, a big show. So I was able to balance on it because I have a background of being a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know every every business out there, you know, about boxing, but it's just plain and simple. You see the letters, you read, you, you read the, the wording, and we're no dum-dum. Don't take me by surprise. You're not going to take me by surprise. We've mm -hmm. said no to plenty of, of mm -hmm. contracts with a lot of money behind it. You know, we just sat back and thought about it and talked about it, and the opportunities will come. And, mm -hmm. and that, another thing, too, where he's going to get, he's going he's gonna to go very far because mm -hmm. Very patient. We had that conversation on the way over here. Yeah. So I'm proud of you, kid. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, I mean, you drive nice cars. You had a little, you know, your little place. You know, you, you, you never lacked anything. Right. I said, but you weren't quick to jump mm -hmm. at money when it was thrown at you. Yeah. So you have to be careful. You have to let, watch the people who are in your circle. I know everybody likes to flash money in front of you. Right. Yep. Kids. And, yeah. And he's he's pretty grounded. I was like, nah, don't bring nobody new and yeah, it's do us first. And yeah. So he's he's good at that. He's yeah. good at just watching how people move first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. How hard is that? Just if you see a big check as a twenty-one-year-old to no, it's not hard at all. No. Yeah. I've been around people with money all the time. My friends go home and make ten thousand dollars within three weeks. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I see money all the time. It's just like, you know, when it when when it's i don't know how i put it money money is gonna come and go you know you can spend it just as fast as you can get it get it yeah like like but whenever there's patience behind them when you when you learn the, the actual value of money and what it can do and how fast it can go then you start to you know you start to pay attention to it you start to learn how to hold your dollars and you know so i don't know i just never been yeah, like I don't just That's jump true. at the person. Like I would like, she said, we've literally walked away from big contracts, you know, mm -hmm. just because, nah, it's not for What kind of man, what kind of man your father is? Funny. Funny. <laughs> dry humor. Dry humor. Workaholic. Um, <laughs> yeah, he likes working, but I just think he likes working when he wants to work, which is every day, but when he wants to. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know. My dad's a cool dude. I gotta get him on the podcast. You think he, uh, you think he kind of uh, mold you right? Sometimes, yeah. You know, be a good kid. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think my dad did a good job because my dad did raise us. Well, my mom, and my dad raised us both, but we live with my dad mostly, and so I think my dad did did a good job because you know we're. I mean, his kids are growing up. He's proud of us. My Everybody sister, kind of yeah, yeah, like everybody's grinding, doing their own thing. Like my sister, she works at a at a factory. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she's only nineteen years old, and she's working at a factory. And, you know, she's making good money for herself too. My brother's in school, and he has a job, two jobs, and he has you know his baby, and then there's me. You know what I mean? No, so I think my dad's proud of us, and so I think he did. For him to be proud of us, he, he did a pretty good job. Really. We're all doing good, so. Are you proud of her? Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of my dad. My, my dad's a cool dude. When did you move out to LA? March 1st of 2020. Mm, okay. Yeah, COVID, COVID drew, drew you out of Kansas? No, COVID hit like 10 days yeah, after I got really because March 2020 is when it started. I was fighting during that time, COVID, and, and training and, and <laughs> yeah, we went to Mexico for a little bit, and then my pro fight, I did my first couple fights in Tijuana with no crowd, and so I think I think not having no crowd there made it a little easier. Right. At the same time, it was like, it made it weird, but it made it easier, because like, the amateurs, I'm used, you're used to fighting in front of people all the time. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you're, you're fighting in a crowd. Are you fighting in this place with no crowd whatsoever and you can hear like clear instructions and echoes? <laughs> you hear me breathe. Like you, yeah, <laughs> and you can hear like your opponents breathing. Like it's just, it was just crazy, but I mean, but it, it was good because I was able to hear my corner's instructions, you know. But it, overall, I think, I think it was, it was smart that I went pro when I did. And yeah, now we're here. What's the biggest thing. crowd you fought in front of pro? Terrence Crawford undercard, uh, mm -hmm. December 
2022. Yeah, 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. I fought on, on So how was that from like 15,000 people? Wow, on the Tijuana to 15. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty cool because then afterwards I got to take pictures of a lot of people and meet a lot of people and a lot of them showed love, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it was just, it was energetic mm-hmm. and like the people treated me like I was under their own and they didn't even know me. Right. And so it was cool, like I had fun. Um, I'd fight there again for sure. I definitely fight there again. But That's yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta get used to fighting under the lights and if you want to go to where you want to get to. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah, but secondly, Bonnie Kishan did. Oh, she was a that Johnny Beck. Yeah, fought on Johnny Beck's card. Mm-hmm. I fought on that card too. At my last fight. Um, that was in October. That was in Texas though. Oh yeah, that one. I didn't pay attention to the cut to be honest. I was just so yeah. Yeah, I was so locked in, and afterwards I was just trying to get my food. I was yeah. just crazy. <laughs> <cheaper. laughs> That's funny. Um, last question, and then we can get into um, you know, talking about last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but just question for you, Coach G. How, do you find there's a difference between how you coach your girls versus how you coach your guys or Kid Kansas, or is it just all? No, they're in the mountain together. They all run it. Like yeah. they're expected to do the exact same thing, except for a different sparring course. Right. Sparring course. But they they all work as a team. Hard, you know, there's a lot of people that obviously didn't make the cut or is no longer with us because they couldn't. A lot of them couldn't handle that pressure. <laughs> you know, and the women they they're just different. They they work as hard mm-hmm. um, because they they know they're there as a team and part right. family. Right. So they don't want to let their like their brothers down. Right. And the guys, they see the girls doing it, and they're like, "Shit, no, I'm gonna get yeah. that monster just as fast," you know. So, yeah. She's tough. We do got yeah, different training styles, though. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Every fighter's different. Yeah. Training different. Yeah. The combination of the punches, everything. But yeah, you see them sitting there watching them on the back. Yeah. I'm always, you know, I'm always uh, watching. Sometimes I do grab my phone and tell me about that, but the main part it's because they really know. But I'm just right there, still watching them, you know. I see something wrong, I go and correct it right away. Right. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, mm-hmm. well, from what I've seen so far, I say, give me a nod. She's a, she's a, one, thing, one thing she has that most coaches don't have is that for her being of who she is, mm-hmm. she treat, from what I say, treat her fighters like her own kid. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. So she's not just a trainer, right. she's like the mother. Right. And everything like that. So when they come in, they come in like a you know, a, like a family right. or something like that. And it's good to, to uh see I get something. that a lot, thank you. Yeah. And uh not too many coaches gonna do that. Right. I'll train you, not get the hell out of yeah. <laughs> I see when I see you. Yeah. In, but she she follow up and mm-hmm. you know, get to know Know your life, right. know you as a person, right. not just because of your trainer. You're right. Yeah. So she's yeah. more like a mother to them than a trainer. Yeah. Well, they all live with me when they're in town. So. Really? Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> and those are the best coaches, like the ones that, you know, you can relate to just with life. You know, yeah. I, 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 soccer was my sport, and I've had some coaches where it's just like, I, yeah, <laughs> we just don't buy. And then there's some coaches where it's like, your father figure, your mother figure to me. And that changes the way you play and like I'm sure the way you fight. Like it's just you know, you're excited to, to train, not only yeah. for yourself, but to make your coach and team proud. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that makes a huge difference. And most people so. don't get it. Most coaches don't get it. No, they don't. They, they don't think this would be yeah. like a hug. Go do, do, do. Right. And then Right. Yeah, I, I had a coach I mean, good, good car had a person, mm-hmm. but when it came to training, he told, he was, you know, he was a drill sergeant. Go, do, go, do, good. Right. And then one time fighting, and he came to the corner, I saw him in his face. Raised his hand, and when I, when he raised his hand, I told him, if you hit me, I will knock you down. F out. <laughs> yeah. From there, he never trained me again. After that, I just, you know, I told the manager at the time, I said, oh, they're going to have to train up. Yeah. You, I, you, you train me. Right. 
You don't put your hands on me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure your fighters respond differently to different things. And you know how to, like, you know, all right, well, kid, I got to kind of say this to get them going versus, like, you know, maybe my daughter, you know. I'm very calm in the corner. Yeah. A lot of people just stay very quiet, just so they can see my my reaction, how I react in the corner. And, um, I got that throughout the years since mm-hmm. my daughter was little. Sometimes I do have to get really loud because of the crowd. Right. I feel much, but you know, people are just kind of quiet, just so they can hear, yeah. or they're just like really calm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Yeah, exactly. And if he comes to the corner, he knows I'm very calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Much, but she didn't really call. She's only had, I think she's only yelled, yelled at me like once, but that's just because I went out there just first round throwing bombs. I came back. She's like, what are you doing? Trying to knock them out. <laughs> I would tell her the part where you turn around, you looked at me when the bell rang, you was like, Shay, you want to go to the corner? Because she was right there like. <laughs> <laughs> she was all pissed, but for the most part, she's pretty calm, yeah. Because yeah. knockouts, knockouts are something that I learned it comes. Yeah. You don't go looking for it. You look for it, you end up getting running into it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, get careless on your outfit. Yeah. Oh, no. So you, you let it come to you. Right. You set it up, it's going to be right there. Like a nice little kiss. <laughs> Good <night>. <laughs> <laughs> um, But look, this is uh, January 2024. We have a long year of boxing, so we're going to yeah. do some I guess predictions, what fights you guys want to see. But we could start with fights that happened last night and what you think that means for the future of uh, 168. Did you guys watch fight last night? Ryder, Mungia, yeah, yeah. um, you know the result, Mungia, um stopped John Ryder. Yeah. Um, obviously, Canelo couldn't do that when uh, he faced John Ryder. So we're seeing Mungia versus Canelo fights, Canelo versus Benavides, or Mungia versus Benavides to see who gets Canelo. Um, a lot of things can happen in 168, so what do you guys want to see? I, I, think, I think, me personally, I want to see Plant versus Mungia. Mm. I think that's a good fight. Mm. I feel like, I mean, Mungia, he's doing good in establishing, but I feel like he needs one more fight to, to fully, you know, put the stamp on it. And then, you know, from there, then from there, then I can see, you know, him and, Benavidez or him and Canelo, but but me personally, just from you know, for me, I want to see the the plant versus uh, Mungia fight. Mm-hmm. And um, if that that fight happens, what do you think? I don't know, man. It's a good <laughs> plant. Plant's good on his feet, but I've also seen him get you know get him pulled into deep waters, mm-hmm. um, which depends who comes better prepared at their game. You know, mm-hmm. plant comes better prepared to box the full time or if Mungia comes you know like a bull put, ready to put all that pressure the whole time but it just depends who comes with a better game but that's a good fight right there that I like how about you? you know um, it's just me the way I think mm-hmm. I grew up in boxing I've seen boxing and so I was able to be a boxing fan back in the 70s 80s yeah. that kind of fan mm-hmm. so to me when they compare Canelo couldn't knock out Ryder mm-hmm. But when we did, it's like there's nothing to do. Yeah, there's true. nothing to do. You cannot yeah. compare because now the way the fans are, the way the fans are thinking, is just wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, that discredits writer who he is. Right, that's right. You know, styles make fights. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was there ringside at that fight. He got dropped four times, and I'm not saying anything about the referees or anything, but in Mexico. It's a they let them go. Mm-hmm. Over here, they hit the camera. Boom! You saw the female. Right. The girl turned her back because she was yeah, she, got, she got stopped. Yeah. I'm not saying the referees are a little softer here, but I mean they do they do jump in right away. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a difference. And when I hear people, Canelo uh, could have knocked out Ryder. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not that kind of fan. I'm yeah. a fan where I look at the styles. I look at it, what they did and. Kudos to you. You know, you did something great last night. Mm-hmm. But don't act, you did something with the legend couldn't do. Right. The future legend, the future, the all of them couldn't do. No, mm-hmm. don't compare Mungia to Canelo. Yeah. Mungia is Mungia. He's going to make his own legacy. Right. Give him his, you know, because right. what if what if something happens, somebody that's, it happens to him. Like, right. oh, well, you couldn't knock out this guy. It doesn't discredit what he's done right. already. Yeah. 
that's fair. So I think boxing peers, we all kind of think that way. But at the same time, we can't ignore that. That's a part of the narrative, and that's probably what's going to be sold. So does that part of the selling part? Exactly. Yeah. But is that enough for you to say Mongia should fight Canelo next? No. No. Exactly. I I I think what he said with the play fight. I think that would be a good fight. And from what I've seen of Munguia, the little I've seen, I'm not saying too much, just sparring a little bit. I think he has the uh, right kind of a mindset to be able to uh, to uh, beat Killer Plan pretty easily. Because um, Killer Plan has the Vinny Bass uh, syndrome. Uh, I call what it that Vinny Bass syndrome. Jump around, throw a whole bunch of punches. Most time, a lot of them don't land. Mm-hmm. You just throw the punches and just jump around until you get nailed. Mm-hmm. When he get nailed, the air go out his balloon, and he try to find a way to lose. I like Berlanga and yeah. really. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think I mean I don't know. I'm a Caleb Plant fan. Yeah. I like Caleb Plant. Yeah. That, that, that was my first big fight in Vegas. Him versus a lot of people compare his style to Caleb Plant. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like, yeah. put, describe it for us. No, but he, but he landed the punches. Yeah. Caleb Plant threw oh. punches. <laughs> he threw a whole bunch of punches out of ten, maybe four of that. Yeah. I mean, against the elite guys, he doesn't have the power. Needed to like, no. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like everybody's arguing what waiting for that fight forever now. You know yeah. what I mean? But and when's the time gonna be right? I want to see it. Canelo ain't gonna fight. I'll tell you from right now, Canelo ain't gonna fight Benavidez. Yeah, Canelo doesn't. He said he said it himself. He said if I beat him, they're gonna discredit me anyway. So yeah. I didn't fight him. It's a money thing. Okay, I mean, like again, these fighters live a fighter's life, and yes, they're in the business of entertainment, but. Remember when they were eight years old? Remember when they were 10, 12, yeah. when they had to sell candy in the corner? To, so if, if half these people that are talking, they're probably not even going to pay for the fight or go to the, go to the stadium. Yeah. You're going to pay $300 ticket, $1,000 ticket? I don't think so. No. So they, they could sit in the back seat or sit in the backyard and watch from the neighbor's TV. Yeah. That just, that's, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah but even with all that said, that would be a fight I would love to see. Yeah. But I believe uh, Canelo, they say I'm not going to fight him. He's another Mexican. Like, he never fought a Mexican before. He fight Mexican all the time. He fought Mexican when he was coming up. So I, I just think with the right money. I was going to say, he has to have money behind With the right money, it might happen. And you don't think it does at this point? Mm, not to Canelo. He, he's, he's got, he's got, he's got what? 500 million at least. No, 300 million dollars. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah, so why why wouldn't he run out yeah. with and get his millions with these other fights and then get even more yeah. money? So I, I think it's it's all business. Again, it's all business. Back to where he's yeah. at. I, it's I, all I don't business. Know, there's no money involved in it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like business. the Mayweather Pacquiao. So you yeah. let it 
Mary for so, so long. long that it was weak when it happened. Yeah, he had an injured yeah. man. Yeah, he got two, he got uh, two injured people in the ring to the fight. That fight was, I mean, he waited too long. Mm. And whenever it was, oh, we got to do the, the test, we got to do the drug test, we got to do this, we got to do that. And nobody wanted to. So it, it just took too long. And the time when the fight happened, then that fight was, you know, not, it was not that good. Mm-hmm. I think the, the uh, Pacquiao or uh, uh, Marquez fight was a better one. Because <laughs> they were in their primes, actually. Yeah. No, the last one. They were on their prime. Oh, no. That's, no, because at that moment. Was your exit out? At that moment. Any one of them could have knocked the other one out because Manny had it. And he was going yeah, in. Stop the fight. Yeah. First yep. And Manny had him. He was going. When he, when he did this, no. Marquez took everything he had and threw that shot. He timed him with the double. Yeah. He timed his footwork. I saw yep. him over the top. I watched it over and over and over. I was yep. sad, but. Oh, you know what I mean? That's, boxing that's what boxing is all about. Yeah. Then Manny came back to be yeah. he was more world champion. Yeah. He became a world champion after that, after the comeback. There's very yeah. few champions, fighters that can do that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he came back, yeah. When when is the um girl or when is uh the girl from Costa Rica? Yoka. When she fighting again? She's fighting March twenty ninth in Arizona for the uh undisputed. Oh, oh, la, 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 la. Versus Estrada. Estrada. Yes. Yep. Mm. That, that'd be a great fight. Yeah. Estrada been talking too much from the side of her, her neck. Yeah. She been talking too much from you the know, side of her neck. It's about a money thing as well. You know, yeah. Yocasta is the type of girl like, give me $5, I'll fight her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're in the business style, girl. You have yeah. a whole country yeah. countries behind you, yeah. which is Costa Rica and Nicaragua. Yeah. And um, she's worth money out there. Yeah. So I'm I mean, why they don't take that fight over there? I mean, fighting in Arizona, I, if they took that fight over there, I think they would make a lot more a money. Soccer stadium of fifty-five thousand plus. They would make uh, a lot more money yeah. if they then fighting in Arizona. You fight in the hotel in Arizona and going to fight on a soccer stadium, mm-hmm. and I see mean, the problem with, with with fighting fans or boxers here. They think United States is the only place with the money. It's, it's, not, yeah. it's not it's not the only place of boxing um yeah of course the ticket to yocasta Valle's a fight would be 25 dollars the most expensive being a thousand dollars ringside but can you imagine fifty five thousand plus in a soccer stadium mm-hmm. say you did sell it for only a hundred dollars a ticket how right. much, how much yeah, yeah. and and the thing yeah. is you, you you do that there and it's pay-per-view you will still make, make the money it. what and then you got Nicaragua buying TV yes. Right. They're buying the TV off yeah. of you. Well, you know what? Whoop her butt, then take her to Costa Rica for the rematch. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Optically, too, like, where female fighting is, to see, just to see fans, just to see 55,000 people for a female fight. Like the Katie Taylor. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. And that just, like, elevates the whole, yeah. the whole, you know, sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So have you seen her past fights in Costa Rica? She feels up there. Yeah, like, yeah. I saw the last crazy, one. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And it's it's She's amazing to have a whole country behind her too. Yeah. You know, it's, it seems like she does a good for a community and mm-hmm. you know She's we're receptive. Yeah, receptive to that. Receptive to that. But uh yeah, what about one thirty five? What do you want to see one thirty five uh this year? What do you want your division to showcase? Yeah, I want to see uh Williams of and Shakur Stevenson. You got a guy who outboxes everybody, and then you got a guy who outpunches everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's gonna go, it's gonna go completely one way or the other. That would be a great fight. That would sell well too. That would be, that be a good fight. I just hope uh, Shakur come to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be the Starbucks again. <laughs> I think he's just gonna box that fight. I guess we should come to course, fight. But we got. One, I don't, I don't think he, he liked to get hit, which is good, but it's boxing. Mm. You can do all the, the ring my roll and dancing. You and can't stuff. be Olympic style boxer your whole no. pro career. 
No, you can't yeah. do that. You know, you got to be able to stand your ground like you in Florida. In yeah. You know, <laughs> you, know you got to stand your ground like you in Florida. You know, <laughs> slap somebody at least one or twice. Now, now do this crap and you you fighting the guy two foot away from you. I mean, that's not a good thing. That last fight for me showed me a whole lot about him. Yeah. And most good trainers, I think, probably have figured him out a little. You gotta be ready and you gotta nail him. We, yeah. we always talk about that, um, how they take the big steps back. Yeah. But hmm. You can take that away. Yeah, easy. Take that away. And that starts from amateur pedigree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those little hop steps. How many amateur fights do you have? 149. Jeez. Wow. That's... <laughs> but that's good, though. That's good, you know. 149. How many years? Eight, Nine. 17, nine years. Nine years. 149. God damn. Wow. A lot. Yeah. Not bad for Kansas, but... I was... We were doing everywhere to fight. I was going from Kansas to New Mexico. We'd drive like six hours just for a show bout. Mm. You know what I mean? Or we'd drive 10 hours or, you know. You made it to national every year. Yeah, it just depended. But not fun in the amateurs, but I was tired of it. No. Tired of the amateurs. But I fun in the pros now, so it's okay. We didn't talk about it in Ghana. What day? Okay, so yes, yeah. we had his favorite fighter is anthony joshua no. <laughs> i think joshua is a little worse no that was sarcasm he hates him he he like we, whenever we bring up his name it's like 30 minutes of the podcast about how he feels about anthony joshua but to your to what he wants to talk about how do you guys feel about this like you know MM, mma boxing crossover that's becoming way more prevalent now i think it's cool yeah i think, I think these fighters need to stop going so confident into the other sport they need to realize, like, a punch is a punch. You know, yeah. Yeah, like, you're going to get hit. Like, right. I would go into the MMA, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't down talk it like it's the easiest sport of the world. Like, pay attention to it. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, like I know the risks of getting in the ring with somebody that's been doing it their whole life. Mm -hmm. So I just think, I mean, yeah, of course, hype the fight up, but don't down talk to their sport, you know, trying right. to make it seem easy. It's, yeah, like I mean, because yeah. the people they're fighting, the fighters that they're fighting, giving them the cause to do that. Mm -hmm. The boxer they're fighting, giving them the cause to do that. You look at the Jake Paul jumping around and telling you how great of a fighter he is. Mm -hmm. Give me a break. Because he, he what, Tyrone, Tyrone, or who, who's that? Willie. Yeah, Tyrone Willie went there and acted like a little was. <laughs> you, you let... A guy who, who, do, boxing, yeah, cold. and yeah. knock you cold when you have been doing MMA forever. You one of the the best wrestlers in the country. Yeah. <laughs> you know so. I I I don't know. I think the the MMA boxing crossovers. I think they're cool if the fights are worth it and if they're entertaining. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like if people want to see it, of course, but. Yeah, if you're gonna get a cool five ten million dollars, why not? Yeah, yeah, why not do it? Well, they're getting they're getting way more than five ten million dollars. Yeah, they get good money. Saudi money. It's not being a sellout. It's just been I'm gonna get paid. Right. Yeah. How the what do you think of Ingano, uh, uh Tyson Fury? What you what you thought of that fight? And what you think Ingano might do? Will do not fight if it happened when the when the fight actually happened because it's signed. Will do to uh, to uh, to uh, AJ. I oh, it was with AJ. Uh, I think he's gonna, he might stop him. Maybe he just has to overwhelm him. Yeah, he's just not gotta give him his room. Cause if he gives him his room, then and then Anthony Josh is just gonna just keep trying to box. Yeah, he he's just gonna run. Yeah. He's gonna fight him like he fought like he fought Ruiz. But in Ghana, one thing about him that I like. He can take a punch and don't and I he's not afraid to get hit. Mm -hmm. He will walk you down. Well shit, he's used to getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. And bare so, legs. You know when they say that they say like you just said he was exposed after one fight. Yeah. Uh 
I think Joshua has been exposed after so many fights the same. You can't be right. just one fight. Right. Because what if that person had just had a bad day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, styles makes fight. Right. But when you're being exposed fight after fight. After fight, fight yeah. That's all he, that's why you don't say he's exposed. You say that's all he has. Mm-hmm. That's all he got. Yeah. You're right. That's yeah. all he got. Mm-hmm. He is what he is. And you step to him. He find a way to lose. And, and he find a way to lose. And, and 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 when you beat him, then he talk a whole bunch of crap, so that because uh, he promoter, he's the biggest name he promoter got on 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 the zone. Yeah. On when they when he retired, or when somebody knock him out into retirement, mm-hmm. the Saudi money gonna stop coming. Because the Saudi, he has like a good one or two two more big fights. Fights, that's yeah. it. And uh, and if it's if, if it's the MMA guy knocks him out, yeah, hey, yeah. But Ingano, Ingano gonna knock him out. That's what you think? He gonna uh, stop? Okay, him. we'll see. Well, he's MMA, so yeah. he's gonna put pressure. He's yeah, he's gonna pressure. He's he gonna let him get up underneath them and yeah, he's not gonna let him get underneath them and just hope he doesn't get caught with those. But but the thing about it, Ingano bigger than him. Yeah, he's huge. Like, 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 Fury, he's bigger than AJ. Physically, he's wider. Physically, but not. Yeah, yeah, he's taller than AJ. He's bigger. He he's taller than AJ. He's a big guy. You know, he he, he you about this shorter than uh, Tyson Fury, and Tyson Fury is a freaking giant. Wow, I just think Joshua is a, he needs to get a trainer. He needs two trainers. He wants to train him, and he needs a trainer just for defense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see the, the the Brits don't know how to train a chicken how to cross the road. Hmm. That's the problem. He's trained. He's changed trainers so much recently. Because he's trying to find himself. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he's because he's done. It's everyone's <laughs> fault with Joshua's. Yeah, he's mm. done. He's done. That's the problem. He's done. So he's gonna blame everybody else, right? Blame himself. Mm-hmm. Joshua been done since no. That's when when he got knocked out, that boy hot jumped out and ran away. <laughs> and he never got it back. It's um, still at Starbucks to this day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that's a big fight in Saudi Arabia. And, um, you know, he's walking away winning. I say he might make about 60, 80 mil for that mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy, easy. All right, well, let's get into this week's Sammy Says. You can ask Sammy anything on your mind. Sammy, what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Your favorite food. Hmm. He's vegan. I am, I'm, I'm I, I go back and forth. And someday when I feel like eating meat, I'll eat meat. And most time, but I'll eat vegan stuff and, and, and stuff like that. I like vegetables. I like my uh, native food from Liberia, West Africa. I like a lot of greens. I love seafood, fish, a lot of fish, all type of fish. And uh, I eat, you know, but I'm real kind of picky. Mm -hmm. So even when I go to a restaurant and I try something at a restaurant and I like it, that's the only thing I'm going to eat for that bit. Really? I don't change. Just like me. I don't change for nobody. I go there, oh man, come try this. No. I don't know what they're gonna do. So that's that's just me. I, I'm 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 kinda picky like that. And so it, it it's almost like I don't know. It it's just one thing about something about it that that soothing my soul when I when I'm eating and I love the food I eat. Mm-hmm. It almost like when I was when I used to box and punch somebody in the nose and they bleed. Yeah. I wanna I wanna see more of that blood. Mm. But outside the ring, somebody bleed, I wanna throw up. Uh, oh. Yeah. But in the ring, I just wanna see, I just wanna wanna make more of the blood. Ask <laughs> <laughs> a question. Um you have family, your family's here in the United States. How many kids do you have? Oh, kids. I got two kids. And I love both of my kids a lot. I have my son, 
when I was 19. I was a kid back in Africa. You were raising each other growing up. And, uh, I, I mean, not really because after he was born, I was in Seoul, South Korea, for the Olympics when my son was born. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was 19 then. I got back home, a civil war broke out. Okay, rebels killing soldiers, killing civilians. It was it was dirty. Over three hundred thousand people died in that war from my country. I ran away. I was a refugee in uh, Sierra Leone for a bit, and then they started a war in their in their country. So now, I run where I ran away to, I started having problems. Mm -hmm. So I phone away and through some missionary that went there for a church. And my friend told me, say, oh, come on, come and join our choir. I, I don't know how to sing. Singer? Yeah. I didn't know how to sing. So, but I went and I joined the choir. I joined the choir. And through that, I got a visa to come to America. Wow. And my father lives in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, so when I moved to, to the States in 91, I live in Rhode Island till 95. Then I moved to California. Why'd you come to California? Boxing. It's warm. Yeah, similar, similar thing. I holding a job. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm 54 now. I have worked for other people. And you don't like it? Four years of my life. 50 years, I never worked for nobody else. <laughs> I work for me. What did you do for work? Well, when I was growing up back in the old country, uh, uh, I was a hustler. <laughs> I was a hustler because I left my mom. My father was in America at the time. I left my mom when I was 11 Jeez. and went to the capital city. And I lived in an old bus by the river for four years of my life. Wow. And I, I was a hustler. And not wood. Now one day I got into trouble to go to jail or to I used to go to the police station to help my friends get out of jail. Mm -hmm. Wow, what one question can do, right? I think this is deep. Go ahead, Sam. So, so those things, those things I, I would, that's my makeup, and so I can sense trouble a mile away from me. Mm -hmm. Street smart, very streetwise. I walk the other way. <laughs> I've been. The last time I was in a fight that I hit somebody outside of boxing was 1987, back in the old country. And I thought I killed a kid because of a girl. Oh, wow. I, I whacked him. He went down like a sack of bricks. Started fooling from the mouth and the hall. Oh, shit. I'm in trouble now. You took off? You went running? No, they run. I waited. The police came. Luckily for me, my family got some name in the town. So he got into trouble. <laughs> Not me. They told me, say, go home. Mr. Stewart will take care. I went yeah, wow. And nothing after that? You didn't get in trouble after that? I know. After that, I know being in a street fight uh, today. The only time I almost got in a fight was at wild card. I was there at wild card, right? And I took That's why caught the wild. And I took a pipe, a steel pipe, and went after Bodine. Went after who? Bo. Bodine. Big Bo. Big black guy. What the hell happened? To That's oh, probably his story. No, he stepped, on my, he stepped on my toe. I had a broken toe, and he was messing around. And I told him, I said, man, almost for the first time, I said, look, man, 
Watch my toe. Don't step on my toe. Oh, come on, man. What if I step on the way you do? I said, step on it and find out. And he did, huh? And he did. <laughs> and I, yep. He, you chased him with the... I took, I put a pipe and went after him. And I... It, broke into and I, I, and I stopped me, I was going to crack him. Wow. I mean, he, that's why... Uh, this was probably 11, 12 years ago. I, mean, I, I, I don't like to fight. Now you're the best friend or what? Well, no, no, we're we're buddies. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're buddies. We're friends before before that happened. We were friends, but you were just too nuts. Yeah, just being crazy, jumping around. Come on, man, slow down. Yeah, it's crazy. The stories he yeah. tells me, it's crazy. It's really crazy. I mean, it just it just that just growing up as a kid in Africa. That's all. It just just like growing up anywhere. Have you been to Mexico? I don't think so. I've been to Mexico once. Wait. I went to Tijuana, oh. the 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 That's most the popular thing. place, <laughs> the most popular place in Mexico. No, no, no. I take that back. My first fight I had when I moved to California was in Ensenada. Oh, that's where Jose's from. Yeah, fighting there next month. Yeah, I fought in Ensenada, and um, I sick from the water. Cause when I went out real thirsty, I just went and started drinking from the pump. That happened to me in Ensenada. Yeah. Oh, wow. So bad. I had a diarrhea before the fight. You so when I went. <laughs> <laughs> you made weight pretty easily. <laughs> so when I went uh, doing the fight, the fight lasted 45 seconds. I was, it was messy. Deep. They came and gave me a set of gloves. Well, good, clean glove. I put it on. Then they came. I don't know. That's not the glove you, you're supposed to use. Took that glove and give me some wet glove that somebody had just used. Oh, like oh sh. And I couldn't wait to get my hands out of there. Mm -hmm. I went in that ring. Sucker threw a punch. I slip it, crack him with 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 an overhand right. Hit him with my elbow. Cut him across the face. And then the ref came, pick him up, went low, the blow on the ref, and said, I was it, the fight was over. He knocked him out. I stopped him. Now <laughs> <laughs> my that was my first time in Mexico. And the second time I went to Mexico, I went there with this Korean kid called Gene. I took him there to order fight. Cool little fighter. But he got this thing that he wanted to have 20 fights in Mexico before he can fight here. I'm like, man, I'm not going to be going to Mexico for you to go pay somebody to fight. Yeah. And I don't get paid. Nah. Yeah. nah <laughs> you can go train somebody else. Train somewhere else. And that was it. You like Mexico? Oh, yeah. I like, the, you know, I like the way, you know, people were. And the people were the people were were, were cool. The, the culture was was. I just don't speak Spanish. Yeah, just don't speak Spanish, and you know it's like it, it's it's a little uh, embarrassing asking somebody every time for something, and you then they're trying to explain you trying to to uh, juggle and see what's happening. Yeah, I can get that. Yeah, I mean, if I were to learn Spanish, I would have learned it by now because I live in a house with Spanish-speaking people for five years. <laughs> yeah, my mind, my mind, not the kind of... California. I yeah, living... Yeah, I, I, all this crap I be talking in the gym, I just be saying words. I don't know what it had to be. I don't know what it had to be. It's a video of you speaking Spanish to Jose. That's funny. You know, I be trying to figure out what the hell I'm saying? You pick up a couple bit here and there. Yeah. It's always good to learn something. Yeah. Making <laughs> something. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming in and, and chopping it up with us and sharing your story, talking boxing. So that's what we love to do. So we really, really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Good luck thank to your fight. You. Um, yeah. I want to shout out the crowd. Let them know where to follow I mean, you when you're fighting next. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, Kid.Kansas on Instagram. Which G boxing and Instagram? G double E.
Yeah. Appreciate everybody showing support and watching. We got to try to get Roxy on here too. I know. Yeah, we have yet to have a female fighter on, and that's our goal this year. Roxy, if yoga is available whenever. You guys, you know. You gotta learn Spanish for that one, though, Sammy. Uh, you gotta pull out your Inglesing Barreras. Now we need a translator, huh? Yeah. You gotta say, yeah, Rosetta Stone. Yeah. Stone, Rosetta Stone, yeah. So that's going to learn it. At the end of 2024, you pick something up. Well, I appreciate you guys. This is Thank Boxing Capital. I appreciate it. Yeah, Boxing Business, Everything Behind the Punches. I'm Tay. She's Tay, and I'm Sammy. Peace. <laughs>